0: The Steve Warren Project, sports and whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like doing the big intro once again. Good. Probably got great feedback on that. It's Ottawa sports and whatever. It's Steve and Jimmy. James, what is going on? Or should I say bonjour, mon oh. freer?
0: oh Yeah. Well, A for effort. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm all good, Stevie. Yeah, I'm good. I'm playing nurse. My son had uh the LASIK eye surgery done.
1: Right. So How's I was almost
0: barfing as I was driving there this morning. He goes, "Well, they can do it one of two ways, dad. They can do the laser or we can take a, they can take a razor blade to your eyeballs, okay?" And they right, I almost drove off the fucking road. <laughs> yeah,
1: they basically uh they basically clip off the top of the eyeball and do all their lasering and then set it back down, like like the hinge of a tin can you Jesus. had just opened. Yee! Yeah. So which one did he do, did he do the wave waveform or, or no the... no he
0: did he did the okay laser so, yeah. yeah he did yeah. do it so he's up uh, he's up resting came over to dad's house got them all looked at I'm a good nurse Steve I'm a fantastic nurse right I would have been a really good nurse
1: maybe there's still time. Yeah, <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad he came through it okay and he's seeing better yeah. and uh, not too much pain because that, that's, that's my memory of having it done. I spent an entire weekend in the dark listening to as much sports radio as I could with my eyes shut right, for, for two straight days, largely because the paperwork that they gave me to go with it with the prescription said, use freezing drops sparingly. And so I did. I didn't want to go blind or something like that. They didn't give right. me the consequences of it. So I and then I got there. I went back Monday or Tuesday after the weekend, and I say, "Oh, that's a hell of a weekend. You know, it would have been nice to use those drops more often." Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, you you didn't have to use them sparingly. You could have used them as much as you wanted.
0: Sure. Well, that's sure. fantastic. <laughs> that's so my eyes are burning a hole in my head.
1: Oh yeah, how yeah. uncomfortable is uh, is the boy?
0: Oh, he's good. He's all good. That's good. Yeah. He's all, Just he's sleep. All Just fine. sleep. That's all you can. Yeah. Just lay down. Close your eyes. Wake you up in twenty four hours.
1: Yeah. Got an interesting email today that I thought you'd get a kick out of. I've got two sports podcasts that I'm the host of and produce and all that. We've got the Steve Warren Project, the one we're on right now, and then the Sens Nation Hockey Podcast. And uh, both of them have their own websites. And so each month they send me a notification saying, okay, here's your an- analytics for the month. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm I, I'm going to do that. But another thing I should do is maybe widen the columns on my email because in both cases, I got two straight emails that said, hey, Steve Warren Project, check out your November anal. Oh, there you go. And yeah. then it says dot, dot, dot. And I said to myself, I've got to widen that so that, you know, I get the full word analytics in there <laughs> because my wife looks over my shoulder. and sees what I'm looking at on the screen. She's probably going to think I'm into right. all kinds of untoward thing or some new magazine. An album cover. Yeah. An album yeah. cover. <laughs> yeah. That's no. funny. Anyway, so that was a, I thought that was an amusing email. Uh, out of the gate, I did, I had some very bad French going. And that was by design. Because today the Montreal Canadiens unveiled their new man at the top of the food chain. He's the executive vice president of hockey operations, Jeff Gorton, who was recently the Rangers general manager. And by the way, can probably take a lot of the credit for the big turnaround of the Rangers right now, because they did a rebuild a couple of years ago, right, so that bodes well for the Habs as this guy takes over things in Montreal. So he meets the media for the first time, many of whom are French speaking, sure, and so Gorton. Yeah. So yeah. So Gort- mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, yeah and we and we joked earlier in the week that uh, maybe he'd uh, you know start pronouncing his last name Gorton, Jeff Gorton. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he's a big, kind of brash American guy and he tries his best out of the gate to ingratiate himself sure. to the, 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 the French-speaking media. It didn't Good guy come there. Up, yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody appreciated the attempt, but, uh, well, I'll let you hear it for yourself and, and, and <laughs> judge for yourself yeah. on his French-speaking
2: abilities. Bonjour à tous. C'est avec beaucoup de fierté que j'ai accepté le rôle de vice-president des operations hockey avec les Canadiens de Montréal, la plus grande franchise dans la histoire du hockey, avec les bouts de ramener la Coupe Stanley et Montréal. Merci, Jeff Molson, pour ses confiance. I hope that was okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am learning, and be patient with me, but I... But I will try to learn, okay? My wife has bought me uh, some some lessons online that I'm starting. Um, so I will do the best I can. That would be my pledge to you. Um, I can't say that I will speak the language fluent because I don't know how good. I, I, 30 years ago, I, I wanted to be great at golf, and I still stink, right?
1: So you get a couple of laughs out of the uh, the locals. And, and for sure, I think they appreciate it despite how bad that was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I give the guy, I give the guy marks. I mean, you're setting yourself up for the kill. They're going, okay, we'll write it out for you. Of course, we wouldn't expect you, and you're going to read it cold, apparently. But uh, <laughs> yeah, good for him. Good for yeah. him. I'm I'm impressed with someone who would try that. You know, I, I publicly, I really am. I
1: think the bulk of people who are, for example, in Ottawa, even if you don't speak much French at all, you you've heard it enough that uh, you know. You'd know the areas where you have uh, silent T's and S's at the end of words and things like that and, and the general accent behind it. And You could take a, you know, while you're reading it, you could probably do a good job, but, you know, it's probably completely foreign to him. But the bigger picture issue is, t- is basically he now has to hire a general manager and the word is he's been instructed that that next general manager should be French speaking. I can't imagine why, because it seems to me like he's got a pretty good handle on that language. No, not, not, not entirely. But I think it's going to be interesting to see who he comes up with, because that certainly limits you. And you know, like I say, based on uh, his lack of an accent, even I don't know that he has too many dealings or personal connections with anybody who speaks French, to be honest.
0: Or who, or or who else does? Who who does? I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, first of all, general managers in general, (laughs) that I can't. uh, Never mind trying to find a a French-speaking one. Yeah, Um, the
1: Patrick Roy angle is the big thing. Almost everybody in the media uh, smitten with the idea that Patrick Roy might be the next GM, and they wouldn't stop asking about it again and again and again. And there are others, like Tampa Bay Lightning. They've got, uh, I think, an assistant GM there by the name of Matthew Darsh, who's been part of their last two Cup winners, and he's seen as a front runner as well. Um, Daniel Briere, a very smallish forward in the NHL for about right. 15 years, got no kid. He's in the mix as well. So, but but I mean, that's it. Just seemed like the only person anybody in the Montreal media wanted to talk about was Patrick Roy, and I and and based on the personalities of those two guys, I just don't see that being a particularly good fit. And uh, Gorton talked about it and basically said, yeah, well, he's, I'm aware of him. So thanks for. So one guy was giving him a Patrick Roy biography at one point, and Gorton goes, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, uh, been around hockey right, for a little yeah. while. Right, yeah. But uh, I just don't think that would necessarily work because both are so strong-willed, and I feel like that GM job to some degree is going to be in name only. It feels to me like Gorton is the kind of guy that's going to want to have his hands all over hockey operations. Yeah. So
0: I, On the surface, I, I just... I, I don't get excited about Patrick Waugh. you know. I, I, I don't know why, right? I don't know, I don't know the guy. I've not, I, I don't think I've ever met him, uh, but but I never really liked him. I liked yeah. him as a goaltender, but but after that that you know that incident that started in Montreal and then in Colorado there was a there might have been one or two untoward things that was reported on about him. Uh, and there was an Olympic
1: the- year too where he basically said. Unless I'm guaranteed a spot, you know, you can forget about me on Team Canada. That's fuzzy memories, but I I just, I've always felt like the guy's not only hot headed, but I think he's a little self absorbed. Yeah. But that's kind of a turnoff, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And you want leadership. You don't want necessarily that angle to things, particularly in a world where we continue to move um, away from these toxic characters at the the top of the food chain. Right. So I saw another one today. It was, um, I forget what league it was in, but uh, I think it was an NBA story and a coach and GM, or or, sorry, a general manager or an executive. I forget exactly who, but was asked to step aside because of the toxic culture he had created in the NBA workplace. So uh, we're getting away from that. We're trying to drum that out. And I'm not saying Patrick Wall would create that, but I would
0: raise an eyebrow at that as a choice. agree, yeah. Although there's no downside, right? The team's so crappy right now. So I don't know, take a flyer. Take a flyer. It should be like every other job. Uh, you know, the probationary period. Every job that you have, right? You start, there's kind of there's that three to six month deal where we can get out of this with no harm. You know, that's what I would do. Uh, we're not giving you a big contract, Patrick. We'll give it, we'll give it a year. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll decide. <laughs> you,
1: you probably could do that, but you're just not going to draw in very good talent, and certainly I don't think a Patrick Waugh would go for that. Uh, but the option exists to do that. Maybe if Patrick Waugh really wants the job, and it sounds like he does, he's campaigning publicly about it. I want the Montreal Canadiens GM job. Maybe he would. Maybe that's right. such a dream job that he would go for something like that. Uh, the other NHL news that I wanted to talk about today was the Chicago Blackhawks. They have filed a motion to dismiss... Kyle Beach's lawsuit against the organization that's according to TSN's Rick Westhead the suit seeks damages over the team's failure to act when Beach first reported being a victim of sexual assault at the hands of a former coach in 2010 and it looks like just summarizing it comes down to a statute of limitations and the law says yeah the law says I guess that an individual seeking damages for a personal injury has only two years from the date of the injury to file his lawsuit and uh that's that may well be the law, but it's not going to be a very popular call
0: well, unless they have something else in mind, you know unless they've they've spoken to him and said look we're gonna we're the, the, the we're gonna drop the lawsuit but but here's what we're gonna do right The guy deserves to be compensated somehow, so
1: this is what the Hawks had to say this was that they argue in this when uh beaches presented this lawsuit. The Hawks argued, Mr. Beach argues his failure to timely file this lawsuit is excused because he repressed memories of the assault, but this claim cannot toll the statute of limitations. He knew immediately in May of 2010 he had been assaulted, that it was wrongful, and that he had been harmed by it. He cannot toll the statute of limitations by claiming repressed memory. To me, I'm surprised. I mean, I guess guess there was uh, uh, back in December. Let me see here. They will be meeting with Beach's attorneys in a couple of weeks in an attempt to settle the lawsuit, and hopefully they can do that, come up with a number. I mean, I don't right. know how you even have that discussion. What, what is the number on something like that, le- that level of damage? Um, hopefully they come up with a number that, that both are satisfied with, that, uh, that this thing doesn't have to be thrown out and Beach right. potentially could get nothing.
0: This, this looks like an example where I would say we're not going to go by the letter of the law. Right. Okay. We're going to, we're, we got to look after this guy.
1: All right. Let's take a time out here. When we come back, we'll talk about the Sens winning a hockey game. Oh, my God. And the CFL bending the rules for a quarterback who will be in the CFL Eastern final. That's coming up after these
0: words.
2: What a year it has been. I'd like to take a moment to say thanks on behalf
0: of All Insurance Ontario to all the listeners for their support and to Steve and Jim for keeping us entertained every day. And also, I'd like to wish everyone a safe and happy holiday season from All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
1: Jim K. Ford is the home of the all-new Ford Maverick. Designed to seize the day, this beautiful truck is built Ford Tough and gives you the best of both worlds. Compact on the outside, but still big enough on the inside to seat five and store all of your stuff, not to mention the cool 8-inch touchscreen on your dash to help you get your work done. Learn more and pre-order the all-new Ford Maverick today at jimkford.com. And if you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell our family home last year. He set aside a budget to help us out with painting, cleaning, staging, and even updating our ceiling lights for us. And he can do the same for you. We ended up with multiple offers, and the home sold for, sold for well over asking price. So call the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team today. They're at GlenWalton.com. So the Sens won a hockey game, James, if you can believe it.
0: <laughs> they, they did. I, I didn't have time to look at any hockey last night. Good for them.
1: Yeah. No, they'd, uh, they did. Well, I think, they, do my math here, carry the one. They'd lost 100 games in a row, I think. and That's what it felt like. <sighs> oh, no. They, it was something. I don't, They'd lost something like 13 of 14, 12 of 13, and uh, at least a six-game losing slide. And Carolina came to town. Sens are on you know short rest. They had played the night before and lost. Shocker. Well, Carolina comes in, one of the better teams in all the NHL. And somehow, some way, the Senators win 3-2. to two, And they took a 2-0 lead. And then Carolina in the third period got two quickies. And you're thinking, okay, here we go again. Right. But after it got tied at 2, uh, Ottawa scored to win at 3-2. And uh, all it took was Anton Whoop-whoop. Forsberg tying the franchise mark for sa- most saves in a victory. He had 47 saves in the game. They allowed 49 shots on the night, and uh, that's all it takes, really. That's really uh, – the coach should have been doing that all along. D.J. Smith should have gone to the goalies and said, okay, go out there and save 49 shots, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll take care of the rest. Yep. <laughs> the rest shot 49 to 20. Um, so that's certainly so not – So a bad a- offense and a terrible defense. Yeah, but still won the game. Still won the game. Uh, it's not exactly sustainable to do that every night. Um and certainly, I think seriously. I think you, when you're as beat up as this team was mentally, mm-hmm. I think you can't nitpick at all about how you win. You don't talk about style points. Right. You just say, "Holy God, we won a Winners hockey game, win. boys!" And that's all. I mean, they got just a little bit of positivity to hopefully um, give them a better chance to win the next
0: game. Absolutely, yeah. The uh, that's all I can say about that. It's like I understand. Yeah, you know, a win's a win. Yeah, that's so
1: that's the bottom line cuz I mean there were a bunch of people on social media barking about that and I guess I did just a moment ago too. Ah, oh, come on. They won big deal though. They got outshot 49 to 20. It's not like they are any good now. It's like I yeah, I understand where you're coming from on that, but you just when you're the sends, you take the positivity, you get back on the horse and off you go. And uh I was uh, saying earlier that it's kind of like You see it a million times where a guy's on a long goalless drought, and then he fires one into an empty net. One game, he's not complaining about the fact it was an empty netter, right? He's just glad he's got his first goal in 20 games.
0: There was a checkmark in the box. Yeah,
1: exactly. No room for description on the score sheet, as they say. Um, CFL playoffs. I can't believe last weekend. I forgot the CFL playoffs were on. Still. I don't think I've ever done that before, maybe in my life, but I won't miss them this weekend, particularly with my Green Bay Packers having a bye week. And the CFL East final is going to be played between the Toronto Argonauts and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And imagine if you're a cat fan, how pissed off you might be right now because the Argos starting quarterback, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, basically should be in COVID, COVID protocol for Sunday. He went to the Raptors game, and this is the team asking him to do it remarkably, which breaks the CFL's COVID-19 protocols, his attendance at the game by league rules should have resulted in an automatic four game ban. Instead, the league has decided (laughs) to walk things back, devise this weird compromise that will probably allow Bethel Thompson to play in the game. What do you think of Of that? Of course
0: you gotta, you gotta come on. It's a semifinal, man.
1: Is this, is this a serious thing or isn't it? It sends a pretty bad message to your league. Uh, COVID protocol. It's optional.
0: Uh, but everyone's breaking protocols. It's not, you know, p- people aren't supposed to be where they're supposed to be. They're they're in places they shouldn't be. It, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Give the guy a pass, so to speak.
1: Is this a serious pandemic or is it not? Are these rules to be taken seriously or not? What about game rules? Are, are we going to just change those around because it's inconvenient? Maybe the team, you, you want Toronto to do well, don't you, CFL? What if, uh you know, what if we start giving... uh you know that field goal missed. is close enough. It's close enough. I mean, the ball was only a an inch outside the bar. Let's give him a field goal here because no. it's was close
0: enough. No, no. If if everyone Steve was speaking of the letter of the law was was sticking by these protocols and these restrictions, uh, and the stuff they're laying down, I I, I might I might look at that then go, dude, dude. Nobody is allowed to do what you're doing. Nobody. But. The guy went to a Raptors game with, you know, I don't know, twenty thousand other people. Steve, mm-hmm. I, you know, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. So,
1: yeah, that's, that, that's fine on an individual case by case basis, but this is a league. This is a professional football league that has these protocols in place for a reason.
0: Just take the test take take a couple of negative tests, and then you are good to go.
1: Well, obviously, that's I and mean, then why were the rules in place then? Why went the, Why would they? Why didn't they get rid of them months ago? or...
0: Well, they're supposed to be in place, but you know, I for what? I I, I I still see people walking around without masks and doing stuff, and
1: but so. not but that's that's breaking the rules, though. And if anybody's breaking the rules, not much we can do about it unless somebody in charge catches them and slaps them with a massive fine. This guy has been
0: caught. It's extenuating. No, no, we got a we got a huge event. We got a huge game coming up. We're gonna give you a pass. Don't do it All again.
1: Right. All right. So, I disagree, but I think that makes it. I'd say I honestly think it makes the CFL look Mickey Mouse like I'm sure they would have preferred Aaron Rodgers to not have to sit out a week due to COVID protocol. Probably the most interesting guy in the NFL to the good or the bad. Certainly one of the most exciting players in the NFL. It's not good for business that he's on the sideline and yet they still made him sit out because that was their rules. Be interesting though if it was a playoff game, they might not have. Yeah, might have been Super different. Bowl or something. You know, maybe <laughs> yeah, little, no, no. Yeah, you know, anyway, I'm looking at looking forward to watching a little CFL as I am looking forward to a little NFL. And coming up on Monday, it's the Patriots and the Bills. And I was thinking about that matchup Yeah. because, of course, the Patriots for twenty years they just dominated that division, and the Buffalo Bills were always looking up at the New England Patriots. You know, It's been a long time since the Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas years. Those years, they won four straight AFC titles. The Patriots, since 2000 basically, have owned the Bills and everybody else in the AFC East. So finally, Tom Brady leaves the division last year and the Patriots go for a crap and the Bills finished like 13-3 and and won the division. One year of that and apparently the Patriots' rebuild is already over.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like They are the number one team. The Patriots have a one-game lead on the Bills now at top the AFC East. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup on Monday night, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, the kids, the nuts apparently, right? This kid, I saw a little profile on him early in the week,
1: which kid, Josh Allen.
0: Yeah. No, for the new England, the quarterback, Matt Jones. Yeah. They're saying he's unbelievable saying he's got poised beyond his years. Uh, you know, who would have thought that, uh, you know, that they would re- replace Tom Brady. Of course, no one ever did, right? And yet this kid's coming in there. I, I wouldn't want that expectation. It's like, okay, buddy, you're go- we're going to put you on the team. You're going to be a center. Uh, you're going to replace uh, uh, Sidney Crosby, okay? So just make sure you keep up your end of the bargain here, right? But apparently the kid's doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, amazing that he's able to do
1: it so fast. Hey, Stevie.
0: Though. Are you, it's, it's kind of a, you're, you're kind of a little low reactor. Are you okay?
1: Yeah, totally fine.
0: It's like a, it's like we're in a library or something. Oh. Anyway. Okay. No problem. I thought, I thought maybe you weren't feeling well or something. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's just I sort learned. of been like this, talking like this. I, I'm not
1: used to it. No, I 100% have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Oh, okay. Just like <laughs> low energy. That's all. seems a little oh. low.
1: That's okay. All. No big deal. Fuck well certainly the thing about Mac certainly the thing about Mac Jones <laughs> is that it's fantastic that you can see finally a rookie coming into the NFL see? and actually having an impact. That's what so I'm talking many guys, about. So many guys in the league right now, everybody, oh my god, look at this. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. He goes into Jacksonville, totally average. You know, there's there's tons and tons of guys have come in as rookies as uh, as top first round picks. And they come into the league, and they're nothing. Mac Jones comes in right away, and he's excellent. And he's just turned that program around, or helped turn that program program around. So
0: good on him. That's all good. You see, we had a stop down. I said, Steve, you're a little quiet, right? So this is going gonna... to, I get it.
1: Low energy, pick up the pace. That's
0: me saying. <laughs>
1: Ay, caramba.
0: What's the line? Do you know on the game? I don't. I may have to go back into betting some NFL. Don't do it.
2: All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, back with final thoughts after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage? Or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text eight six zero six zero zero eight. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
1: Hmm, are you worried your vehicle might not make it through another winter? Then drop into Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified, pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage. Vehicle history report. Purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. That's peace of mind to me. Check out JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive, in orleans uh let's call it a day right there don't forget ladies and gentlemen our website is stevewproject.com and all kinds of interesting things there you can uh follow us on patreon that would be fantastic and our contact information is all there as well any plans for the weekend
0: uh no, i'm gonna look after my kid here i'm being a nurse got another day of that Uh, doing the drops here every 10 minutes uh no nothing 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 i got i got nothing All right, maybe poker night next Saturday. Playing a fun little poker night with some some guys. Poker, not really, not really, any money in it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. One of the, I feel like I'm one of those dogs at that famous picture sitting around playing cards. Whoever that was, you know that you know that poster. They got dogs playing cards. Might have been a like Saturday Night Review cover or something or.
1: Yeah, I never understood why that was so popular. Yeah,
0: I didn't either. Oh, the dogs are playing cards! Oh my god, that's, that's hilarious. That's priceless. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I'm one of those dogs, but that's next weekend.
1: Sounds yeah. good. I've got. Uh, I'm going to watch lots of uh, Christmas specials this weekend with the boy. Lots of football. I got a couple of pickup hockey games. So very much looking forward to a couple of days off, and then we're going to be back on uh, Monday morning first thing. So enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you
0: soon. But bon fende Samen. bon. Main C-Main. You're making fun of the language, Steve. You're, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm not making fun of the
1: language. I'm making fun yeah. of those who butcher that language. The guy who butchered it, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Good
0: night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at SteveWProject.com.